The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to The Art of Relationships radio show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> Welcome everybody, it is Greg Dzinski, I'm here, your host of the Art of Relationships radio show. Welcome everybody, uh, hopefully um, the audio, everything, the video, everything looks okay. I know, my face, I can't do anything about that people, okay. I just hope the, the audio and the video is going through pretty clear. So join in the fun, um, also there's some deep heart and soul aspects going on that can help you um, help you out with your relationship you know maybe your sex life and also your own identity your own self-esteem self-respect and self-levels can increase that's what I love doing that's what my passion is and we already have some people already joining in Cheyenne hey what's going on um, Sheila what's up um, I'm actually off work during a show it's about freaking time it's been a while. Um, Carol, hello. A huge uh, welcome to everybody. This is the Art of Relationships radio show, so you're in the right spot. And um, as always, you can join in the live chat, the discussion below, the live video, ask questions, throw out your insights, your comments, anything you want um, regarding relationships, self-improvement, um, your own well-being, to help you move from a maybe not so healthy spot to a happier, more enjoyable, healthier spot in your life, okay? And also, of course, in your relationship. As people know, um, you know, my passion is helping relationships. I'm a relationship sex specialist here in the Metro Detroit area. Um, that is my passion. Also, I have a lot of experience in trauma, post-traumatic stress aspect, um, you know, sexual abuse, rape survivors, that type of aspect as well, okay? So, uh, we're going to kick it off, and there was a little bit of feedback from last week's show. They wanted me to continue and talk about affairs, maybe a little bit of custody. So, I'm going to throw that in, try to uh, go with the flow with that. And whatever your requests are, like I said, the show is also always for you out there, helping you have the relationship you crave not only you know with a significant other but also that relationship that you crave with yourself self-love self-respect as I mentioned before okay so um, you can give me a call as always 313-614-9498 okay again 313-614-9498 you can give me a call right here on my phone I'm gonna answer it okay so don't be shy and again throw the questions out in the discussion join the fun okay people and hopefully 
you will also help maybe I learn from you as well and other people can help learn from your stories maybe your insights that have helped you through a difficult situation in your life you share the live video you get a chance yeah to win a free copy of my book the relationship guide tools to ignite love and intimacy okay that's also available on Barnes and Noble and um, Amazon.com. I had a brain fart, people. So share that on your timeline. You get a chance to win that. So uh, we're going to kick it off. We're going to talk about, um, you know, looking at uh, social bashing, okay? We look at, you know, how many people, I've talked about this a while ago and want to bring it up. How many people, you know, you feel so hurt, so pissed off, so angry at your partner that you go ahead and you bash on social media, okay? I've had couples... Matter of fact, today we talked about this. I had a couple in here today talking about this very, very thing. Um, and it happens a lot on a weekly basis. I get couples in my office where, you know what, great. She went ahead and shared all her stuff, all our stuff on social media, you know, bash me and all this stuff. Or he did the same thing, played the victim role and, you know, threw our trash out there to everybody else that can you know, witness it and can uh, see it and hear it, and it's embarrassing, okay? And I look at people, not only is it embarrassing, you're trying to bash your partner and because you're hurt and, you know, you're pissed, you're angry. I get that. You're devastated. But you don't want to throw yourself out, out in the open, especially with social media, okay? It looks, I'm going to tell people, and you might not like this, but it also represents you as an individual and your character about doing that. Do you play the victim role? Do you want people to look at you and say, you know what, why are you doing this? You want to try to keep that on the down low, okay? You want to keep that more on, you know, your own private entity because it's going to look like what happens to you, you know what, they're going to look at you if you go back with that person. They're going to look at you that, you know what, you're bashing your partner, but you're still with that person. You're still saying you're in love with that person, and you throw your dirty laundry out there. You know what? It's very disrespectful to your relationship, to your partner, regardless of what they did. But it's also disrespectful to yourself, okay? So you need to have a little bit of emotional maturity and try to look at the consequences of your actions. And I get you're hurt. You want to scream. You want to tell everybody about what happened to you, okay? I get it. It's not easy. I'm not saying you don't have a right to feel that way, but there's a difference between owning what you feel, being, you know, okay that you feel miserable. Yeah. But, and then sharing it and broadcasting it with the whole world. Because a lot of things you need to realize, there are a lot of perspectives that go on in a relationship. You know what? There's yours. There might be your partner's. And also there might be the truth or reality that happens maybe in between. And Sheila, you mentioned trashy behavior only puts a spotlight on you. Absolutely. A lot of people maybe do that because I get it, they're hurt, but they also want, oh my God, I can't believe you. They want to play the victim role and it, you know, often it'll backfire and then you're embarrassed when you're out in public with a certain, you know, with your with that person. Oh my God, she threw her trash all over the place. Not only that, if the relationship doesn't work and people know, you know what, you threw your business out there, 
they're going to be more apt to maybe not want to be with you because you're going to run. Not only did you throw your the trash out there in public about your relationship, about your partner. Granted, he or she might deserve getting your getting their stuff thrown out there. Okay, I'm not saying that. But it comes back to where, you know what, I could make a mistake, I could whatever, and are you going to throw my stuff out there in public too? So that sort of throws your own character out there, and it throws in a trust issue that, you know what, you're not going to keep our personal business personal, that you're inviting the whole world in, and the sanctity of the relationship or marriage, you know, gets tainted big time, okay? And it's not that easy um, to recover from when... You know what? You're wondering, oh, my God, I wonder, you know what? This didn't happen to me, but you're throwing your business out there. You know what? My, you know, oh, my God, my husband, uh, whatever, said I cooked dinner. It was rotten. You know, it tasted like crap, and you're throwing it out there to play the victim. What if dinner did taste like crap? What if he's not being rude? He's being honest with you. Yes, there is a gentle and a respectful way of going about it, but can you handle certain truths, or are you going to throw it out there and social bashing, um, and I talk about social bashing. This this encompasses, of course, social media, but it also encompasses, you know what, in social settings with friends, with family members, you know what. So I want to not only talk about social media, but it's about with everybody. Yes, we need people to vent to. We need people to sort of, you know what, throw ideas and insights, and you know help with our pain and all this stuff and I'm talking about you know what goes on and what happens in those situations um, but again I Sheila you mentioned about you know Jerry Springer has zero success stories stay classy you know what that's great advice Sheila big time and you look at you know what it sensationalized Jerry Springer you know there's a lot of script you know script writing going on for those shows to try to you know what get ratings a, a lot of it's scripted a lot of it they want them to act trashy the more trashier the better and people love that stuff and I'm like you know what that's not real life and if that was you with your own business out there would you be embarrassed would you be you know appalled would you be oh my god holding your head high in those aspects and if people know me I'm not about looking at what others think too much you know about me but I'm looking at, you know what, what about how you look at yourself, okay? And, you know, maybe how you look as a parent, how you look as a partner. And it's very, very difficult. You know what? You have a right to hurt. You have a right to be ticked and angry when somebody, you know, your lover disrespects you, has an affair on you, cheats on you. Maybe, um, you know, called you a bunch of names, called you out your name. And, you know, I, I don't ever condone these actions. Again, you want to try to self-soothe and try to heal those aspects or talk to somebody, you know what, even on a professional level to try to help with that. And even hopefully, you know, your partner is going to be open to own what they did and, you know what, and be remorseful genuinely and not make it worse, okay? Or, you know, if it comes down to it, talk to a viable professional, someone that, you know what, are good at what they do and not unfortunately not all professionals in any field are good at what they do so you know what look at reviews you know talk to friends get referrals from people that um, you know talk to somebody about that you know that you know what they're they're decent they're good at what they do so um, 
keep the trash private, okay? Don't bash each other. That's simple, said, and done, okay? Now, let's go on to loneliness, okay? And this is a big thing, and it's coming up. There was an article in the recent uh, Psychology Today, and talking about loneliness, and it's an epidemic in America that we tend to be more isolated from people. We're not as neighborly as maybe we used to. Maybe when I grew up as a kid, we're not as neighborly and friendly with others, and it creates more isolation. Then you throw in, you know, how many people, I'm not lonely, but I have a bunch of friends on social media. I have a bunch of friends I chat with but never met, never hang out with each other. Ooh, allergy it, sorry. <laughs> so professional, right? Um, that, you know what, the face-to-face -face contact is huge when it comes into, you know, loneliness. And a lot of people, let's face it, how lonely are you in a relationship or marriage and what do you do about it? How do you go about remedy, you know, being lonely in a relationship? And also, what does lonely mean to you? Again, it's very, you know, subjective and it matters with you as an individual and also matters about how it works with you, how it hits with you in your relationship or marriage and what loneliness means. And it could mean totally different for me than what it does you know, for you and, you know, dealing with helping other people all the time, um, you know, my passion. But there are times where, you know what, dealing and trying to help with everybody, I need to self-heal. I, I need to recoup and I'm human where, you know, I want to be alone. I, I want to, I don't want to, maybe I get in a point where I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm being real because I need to get my energy back. I need to get my positive mojo going back in energy so I can continue helping people and be good at it and be successful at it and not be drained, emotionally drained. So there are some times where, yeah, we want alone time and be, I need that. I might want a day or two just chilling out, maybe run away somewhere and not talk to too many people, if any, and just, you know, rejuvenate my energy. That, you know, that's fine. That's healthy. But I'm talking about when you feel lonely in a relationship and it goes on for a long period of time. You don't do much together. You might text during the day. You might say a simple hello, but how many people feel lonely in a relationship or marriage? Or maybe if you you have not that you have before felt, you know, just lonely, felt totally alone in a marriage or relationship, that your feelings don't matter, that you know that person really doesn't show you that they love you, that they care for you, or they enjoy spending time with you. It's like, you know, maybe you've been there before. Maybe you've been on the delivering end about this aspect as well to where you're able to look at, you know what? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You know what? Oh, I can't wait to spend time with you. Oh, boy. You know, you're sarcastic. You roll your eyes. Like, you know what? Everybody knows that you can't stand spending time with your partner then, you know, why are you with that situation? Are you getting help to remedy that and look at what can be done so you do enjoy spending time together? And a lot of resentment builds after that. And it gets to a point where how many people, you know, this old adage or saying that, you know what, I just got used to being alone in the marriage or relationship. I just got used to doing my own thing. And now my partner wants to do spend all this time and I'm like, peace out. You know what, I don't even care anymore. And it's a sad situation to be in. And it's not that, not that easy 
to recover for number one because you're looking at the situation to where do you look at um, do you trust in that other person wanting to change maybe they start wanting to spend time with you and you don't trust it right you know what Greg I hear this all the time you know what now they flip the script now they want to spend time with me now they want to show me they love and you know what they're just doing it so they don't lose me they don't you know what that might be true in a lot of situations but what if it's genuine what if somebody starts changing that and wants you you know all of a sudden it could be a year or two years all of a sudden they they want to make sure you don't feel lonely that you do feel loved and you don't trust it because you're not used to it you think they're just doing it because they have to versus they want to and that's something to talk about again it might be true they're just doing it but I never never promote people doing anything that they don't feel that's disingenuous that's almost fake okay and this is a situation to where I don't want those hitting um, you know hitting home with being fake and being disingenuous that's where you stop and say no I want to show you this I want to make sure you're not lonely because I care about you I love you and I'm sorry I didn't show you that before okay <clears throat> Sheila you mentioned um, hey Kaylin what's up hey um, Sheila going back to you you said once you learn to identify love respect and enjoy who you are alone you will begin to attract the right people I was alone in an abusive Mar marriage I'm so sh sorry to hear that Sheila big time um, as you know it's not a fun situation I live alone now and I never feel lonely now and that that is awesome and there's a lot of healthy ways to feel um, not alone you know you can get involved and it might be very difficult um, dealing with a lot of people that um, everyone is fake that's why I stay by myself Kaylin not everybody is fake um, not at all. I might be too real, but um, I, I never condone people being fake or being, you know, BSing everybody else. Joking around is one thing, but BSing on a heart and soul level and being fake about that, trying to play somebody, I'm never for that, and I never, ever, ever promote that, nor will I. I do call clients out if I think they're being fake and they're just blowing smoke up their partner's booty. You know what? I'll call them out compassionately, of course. Maybe assertively if needed, but for being real and being more, um, you know, legit and coming from the heart and soul in a genuine manner, okay? So you need to be able to look at, you know, I agree with Sheila, you know what, if the more you like yourself, the less lonely you're going to be. And a lot of people are also, you know, it, it's this double-edged sword, okay? Some people might be alone because they've been hurt. They've been maybe abused growing up you know brought up in a really crappy environment so they don't trust anybody okay and they can't depend on anybody so there's that edge where you hate being alone but then you know what not being alone is scary because you don't want to be disappointed you don't want someone to treat you poorly or neglect you so you have that double-edged sword if people can understand or relate to what I'm saying I get it because a lot of people over the years, you know, working with, they feel this way. They don't want to be alone, but yet they're scared to go after it because they don't want to be hurt. They don't want to be um, devastated. They don't want to be used and crushed and all these aspects. So what do they do? They, you know what? It's a circle, dog chasing its tail where, you know what? I hate being lonely, but yet I'm, you know, not going to put myself out there because I'm going to be hurt or crushed or you know what 
the risk doing that. So it happens where that aspect, you know what? And it doesn't have to be necessarily a romantic relationship as well. How many people have been in a situation to where, you know what, maybe, you know, own family members, and I talked about that a couple minutes ago, have dissed you, have treated you like crap very poorly and haven't been for there. And not only that, you know, friends, you know, friends might have used you, manipulated you to get what they want, but they, they're not there for you when you need them. And in, instead of putting yourself in that situation again, you back away and you sort of distance yourself, but yet you feel lonely and you hate it, but yet it's keeping you safe at the same time, okay? Lonely beats misery every day of the week. Now, Sheila, I, I got to come back with you and I got to ask you, you know what? What does lonely mean to you, right? And misery, I'm not about people being miserable. Hell no. Being used, being manipulated. No, that is a lonely um, feeling in itself, okay? Because you're feeling alone that no one cares about you. No one is there for you. No one is there to emotionally have your back and emotionally support you. It's all about them. So I, I get that. But that misery, you know what? That misery can also be part of the loneliness, being in a relationship, being, um, you know, always available, being a people pleaser for your family, for friends, and they're not really, you know what, being there for you. And so that can be lonely in its own right, okay? Now, what are some things you do to alleviate the loneliness, okay? Do you try to join groups, clubs? And I mentioned this a long time ago about... Um, Oh, crap, I just got a um, meetup.com. I had a brain fart. Sorry, people. <clears throat> you know, where you can, you know, volunteer groups and get like-minded people, um, those type of aspects, you know, hobbies, uh, rescue groups if you're an animal fan, music groups. There's a bunch of other people you can, you know, sort of get together with and maybe not be lonely. And there's a lot of research out there. I'm going to say it again, a lot of research out there that loneliness, you know, feelings of loneliness creates a lot of, uh, you know, it could create depression, it could create, you know, that isolation, and the loneliness also, you know, wreaks havoc, not only depression, but it tends to be, the, uh, numerous studies have been done where lonely people tend to get sick more. Not only do they get sick more, their sickness is more intense, it's more severe. So, you know, what are you doing to not be lonely? And it might be, <clears throat> you might feel great not, you know, not being with any other people, but your loneliness could be aided by, you know what, animals. You know what? Maybe volunteer work where you're connected with senior citizens or nursing homes, that type of aspect with other people. But it's not only, you know, through text, through chatting, like a lot of social media, but a lot of people are not doing the face-to-face avenue anymore um we're all maybe too busy that's maybe one of my issues too <clears throat> you know everyone's too busy it's easier to just sit at home and you know not put yourself out there and not meet with your friends or family or loved ones to go out and meet face to face even couples sit on the couch you know watching tv or they're not interacting with each other. They're sitting on a couch on their phones and I get this complaint on a daily basis in my office. They're sitting next to, to one another but they're not engaged. They're not talking. They're not interacting with each other. They're on their phone texting. Am I guilty about that? Yeah, I am, okay? Um, Sheila, you mentioned, oh, let me go back. 
Hey, hey, Dustin's in the house. Hey, what's up? I say I'm not lonely. I'm just alone, and I like my solitude. Oh, I get that, Caleb. Believe me, I, I like that. I like some solitude too. And there's times where I go uh, <laughs> crazy, and where I just want to be alone. And I mentioned that before. I think before you popped on, so I get that. Dustin, Kalen, I have a similar mindset at this point in my life. I I won't get into why, but let's just say I've been screwed over one too many times and it finally bit me in the ass. No, I trust no one, and it sucks. Dustin, um, and it's sad. And you look at, you can trust somebody, but you also got to, um, you know what, command respect for yourself. And this is one of those aspects you know what, where a lot of people get screwed over by a lot of people, and I get that, and I don't want that. And I know Dustin personally, he's a good guy, and I don't want anybody to get screwed over, and I want to look at the element to where, you know what, are you trusting your gut instinct when you're being manipulated, when you feel you're being used? Are you keeping quiet, right? Again, that is on you. That is your responsibility to speak up for you. No one else is going to do that. Sometimes... People don't want to rock the belt. You feel like you're being a jerk if you speak your mind. Hey, you know what? I feel like you're using me or manipulating me. You don't want to rock the boat because wait, you're going to feel more lonely. You're going to feel more isolated because people are going to not be around you. You know what? The people that you know want you to speak your mind, that care what you have to say, that you want to know that you know what they feel like, you know what, I don't want anyone to feel like I'm using them or manipulating them, and I'm, I have no problem, I want you to call me out, okay, um, I want you to let me know, because if I don't know, how am I going to change it or reassure you or anything else, I want you to trust your gut instinct, people, and be able to call people out and to speak your mind, a lot of people that get screwed over and get screwed over, they have a hard time saying what's on their mind, they have a hard time instilling those boundaries, keeping those boundaries, and instilling self-respect and self-love for themselves because maybe they have a fear of being alone or fear of coming across as a jerk that they won't have any friends, but yet they're not really your friends if they're using you, manipulating you all the time and not caring about you or how their actions, you know what, what the consequences of their actions, how they affect you, okay? It's your responsibility to be able to call those people out and the true people, the true friends out there, they're going to get there. And they're going to, you know, those are the true friends. You're not going to agree all the time, but they're willing to listen and willing to look at how their actions affect you, okay? Vice versa. You need to look at how your actions affect other people. Um, hey, Greg, sorry, rude of me not to say hello. <laughs> You're not rude at all, Dustin. Hey, not at all. Um, so, you know, loneliness is a huge epidemic in the area, um, in America in itself. And it, we could blame it on maybe people getting hurt, maybe people isolating themselves with social media and technology, okay? And, you know, people being with somebody, even, you know, FaceTiming somebody, you know, you video chat. I'm video chatting with you now, or it might be a one-way street in a way other than the text below. But you look at, you know, it gives a false sense of security with a lot of people. They FaceTime, you know, online dating and all this stuff. Oh, yeah, you know, they can present themselves um, one way. But in reality, I hear people, oh, my God, they were great. We talked for six months, video chat, and also we met, and it was different. 
the chemistry wasn't there. You know what? I found out some things that they hid from me that face-to-face -face contact can really tell the difference. When you're right in person, okay, maybe not face-to-face, -face, but person-to-person -person with somebody, and that creates um, a huge decrease in the depression aspects and uh, the loneliness feelings, okay? Yeah, you get to pick your friends, and you want positive people around you that are going to be left, uh, you know, that are going to hear you, that are going to be there for you. But also, you know what, they're not afraid to call you out. And if you disrespect them, they're going to say it, right? That's not being rude. That's them instilling self-respect and self-love for them, just like I'm telling you how I want for you out there, okay? So um, loneliness, it can be very, you know, it can be difficult for a lot of people. And this is where, you know, people don't want to take the risk you know what? They don't want to be alone, like I said, but they don't want to risk being hurt, being devastated. I get that. There's volunteer groups. There's meetup groups. There is a lot of situations where maybe you can, you know, even friends at work, okay, or trying to meet people at work, volunteer groups, social groups, even, you know, putting yourself out there. Um, if you live in an apartment building, if you, you know, even a neighborhood, you know, there's a lot of people because of the isolation, they might have block parties. They might have neighborhood parties. There's a lot of things to get involved with, especially if you don't have a lot of friends, uh, a lot of family members. And let's face it, not all family are good. There's a lot of families out there that are toxic and because they're family. I'm not saying you should be around them, okay? Um, so, Kaylin, you mentioned, oh, my God, yes, that happened to me. I met this guy, and in person, he was rude to the waitress. Hell no. No, and I'm not like that at all. Um, you know, I look at people, and I, I did a show, Kaylin, uh, probably a month ago about people. You know, you look at, or it might have been a short video about, you look at how people treat other people. Yeah, have I stuck my foot in my mouth sometimes? Yes. But that, you know, that is not me, and I, I feel bad if I, I don't want to offend anybody, okay? And I feel bad, and I whatever. But am I going to, if someone is rude, like a waitress or a waiter, if they're rude, if they're, you know, lazy, if they're whatever, am I going to say something? Yes, I'm going to say something, but I'm still going to be here. I try to be respectful. Again, I'm not perfect. You know what? I put my foot in my mouth on occasion too. I don't mean to, but I own that. And I try to, uh, you know, I try to make amends to that situation. So you look at a lot of people treat um, others, waitresses, waiters, uh, janitors, anything else, like they're so beneath them, um, they're rude. And I'm not, I don't deal with rude people at all, okay? Um, Sheila, ha, I married a perfect man I found online. Turned out to be a murderer, but I'm a survivor, not his victim. That is good. Turned out to be a murderer. Holy crap. Um, you have a lot of people that end up, you know, they meet somebody online and got out of, you know, prison for being a murderer, can people, um, you know, get better? Can people sort of make amends for their crimes and all that and not be a rotten person? Yeah, I do agree that can happen. Does it happen all the time? No. But I do, um, I do agree there can be some people that did some uh, heinous acts and end up being good people. But it's scary to think that situation. But I'm glad you're a survivor, Sheila. And it's, it's very difficult because... You get the true sense of a person when you hang out more. Let's face it, that's just reality. 
instead of you know talking on the phone once in a while, texting back and forth, because people can throw um, they can throw BS at you, okay? They can manipulate you. They can tell you whatever you want to hear, and then when you hang out more, you're going to get more of a reality sense, unless they think you know you're already in love with somebody, but you don't really know them. You don't. You think you do. But the reality is, you know what, you don't know somebody until you hang out with them a lot, until you, you know, maybe live with them, even, you know, that situation. I tell people, you know what, you really get to know somebody when they don't get their way. When somebody doesn't get their way, when they're disappointed, when something doesn't work out to their plans or their expectations, you really get to know somebody in their reactions. Do they fly off the handle? Do they blame everybody else? Do they bash everybody else, ridicule everybody else? Do they you know, call each other a bunch of names and all this stuff? That's what I tell people. You really get to know somebody when they don't get what they want, okay? Do they act like spoiled brats? Do they look at those situations and then, yeah, there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. So you want to look at those situations and hit on, you know, what happens in those elements to try to change it and try to um, go with your gut instinct again. You know, being lonely sucks. It's not easy. And I, I ask people all the time, I ask couples, individuals in my office, you know what, is it, you know, is it better to be alone you know feel alone and be alone or feel lonely and be with somebody again it's very subjective there isn't a right or wrong answer to that it's what works for you what fits you the best okay and a lot of situations you look at those that you you know some people would rather feel lonely and be with somebody than be alone again is it a right or wrong i'm talking about i'm not here to judge I, i'm not one to really you know dictate what's right and wrong it is about looking at what works for you and it's about your life okay if it's not working for you and it's not healthy for you then I want you to be able to be empower yourself to be able to make those healthy changes and talk to your partner to work through them and if your partner you know what abuses you treats you like crap um, you know what and bashes you all the time I'm going to question you about why are you there. So it's not easy, okay? So um, another comment. Um, I feel like you can be with someone and still feel alone. Absolutely. And that's I just talked about that aspect. And absolutely, I agree with that situation to where, you know what, you be in a relationship and you still feel alone. You don't have attention paid to you. You don't they don't they're too busy for you they don't spend time with you they don't talk to you throughout the day or text you throughout the day that type of aspect okay you look at those elements and you know what why am I in this situation and I want someone that's gonna make me feel involved and give me a reason to be in a relationship and it is not just you know what it's not just for them you're not there just for their benefit okay you're also getting benefit and love and companionship from that relationship okay so it's very difficult and you look at are you putting yourself out there not to be lonely not only you know if you're not in a relationship but to try to obtain friends to try to go after 
you know, friendships and not be lonely in those situations. And if you do feel lonely in your relationship, I want you to rock the boat, okay? I want you to be able to look at those situations. I want you to be able to look at, you know, I feel lonely and I need more attention. And there's a difference. You know, a lot of people, I don't want to be needy or feel needy. And there's some people out there, right? Oh, you're so needy. And they don't spend time with you. They don't, and they're married. They're living together. They don't want to spend time with you. They're not talking to you. They're always busy playing video games, um, working seven days a week, 24-7. I get, you know, paying the bills and all this stuff. And I love doing what I do. Yeah, I, and I do work a lot of hours. Um, I, I, you know, I get that. But I want that balance. I want to make sure... Whoever I'm with feels important, feels involved, doesn't feel neglected by my words, not only by my words, but by my actions. So if they still don't try to change their actions, you know, right, and just give you lip service, then you have to look at, you know what, maybe it's not, this isn't working for me, and I want to feel involved, I want to feel connected, I want to feel important to my person, to my special person. And what are you doing to try to remedy the situations? If they could care less, they're not willing to change, then, you know what, then it's up to you. And again, like I said, you are responsible for you. Don't rely on everybody else or somebody else. You need to rely on you to make positive changes in your own relationship, in your own life, to get to where you want, okay? Um, so I am going to say goodnight a little early tonight. Um, like I said, long hours. So hopefully this works. Um, it helps you out, provide some insights for you. Again, share my video, share this video on your timeline, people, for a chance to win a free copy of my book, The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. And that's also available on Barnes and Nobles and Amazon.com in paperback which I'm holding in my hand right now, <laughs> and uh, ebook uh, formats, okay? Check out my um, website, theartofrelationships.org. Um, have some specials going on, online programs. And I'm also going to be doing, in the near future, in the next couple of weeks, um, I'm going to announce it probably in a few days to a week at the most, I'm going to do a live webinar and the topic and all this stuff I'll get into a little bit later, okay? And it's going to be a live private web webinar um, just for a selected uh, group of people. And that's going to be pumped out. Like I said, it's going to be taking place in probably about three weeks uh, from now, okay? So I appreciate all the feedback, all the support I've been getting. Um, the Art of Relationships radio show. Um, my passion it's to help you out there to improve your lives to have the relationship you've always craved people okay thank you again um, very very flattered for all the support all the feedback I get okay everybody have a good night be safe out there peace and love to you all